What's up, guys? Welcome back to Bird Watching. Thanks so much for being here. Um, I have a very special guest today. Her name is Jordan Ronikirk. Rod How do you say your last name? Rodenkirk. Okay, sorry. I'm gonna do that one more time. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. I'm gonna say it right though. I wanted okay. to say it right. I okay. should have asked you before. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Bird Watching Podcast, where we ask chicks questions to get answers for you guys. Today, I have a very special guest. Her name is Jordan Rodenkirk. 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 All right, one more time. Rodenkirk. Rodenkirk. Okay, I got it. All right, I got it. Okay. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Birdwatching Podcast, where we ask chicks questions to get answers for you guys. I have a very special guest today. Her name is Jordan Rodenkirk. Hi. <laughs> how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good to see you. You too. Thanks for having me. Of course. All right. So the first thing we do, we start with a rooster review. So we try out a beverage, give it a rating, give it a decimal. Okay. Because no decimals, rookie scores. So absolutely. You know, five eight six four. Yeah. Got it? Okay. So today we are trying out the Malibu Splash Pineapple and Coconut Sparkling Malt Beverage with Natural Flavors. Mouthful. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, we'll open them up. All right, dink it. And sink it. Ooh, I actually like it. That's really good. It is good. Yeah. It's sweet, but it's good. It's very sweet, actually. What's the, what's the nutritional facts on this? Yeah. Give me the ALC value, too. Five percent. Five? Yeah. That's pretty normal. Hmm. All right. So do you have your rating already? Yeah. Okay. Uh, how? Yeah. What are you thinking? I think like an 8.9. It was pretty good, honestly. Whoa. I don't know if I would drink like a whole night with those, but to start, good starter. Yeah, good, great starter, actually. Yeah. I would yeah. say, I got to try it one more time, honestly. But these are also my favorite flavors like in life, so mm. this is a good pick. Like coconut, pineapple. Yeah. I'm going to go, like, like you said, though, because I, I wouldn't want to drink it all night. So I would right. say, I'm going to give it like a 7.2. But I would totally agree that it's a great drink to start the night with. Maybe have like one, maybe two. Yeah, I don't know. And then transition to something else. Yeah. But it is tasty. Or even like Chase. I feel like it'd be a good chaser. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like with Patron. <laughs> <laughs> we'll maybe try. We'll try. Just pour a little bit in there. <laughs> yeah, but I'd, I'd recommend it. I'd say uh, go try it out. They're, they're a little spendy, but I, I'd say it's worth it. But I am a cheapo, so... <laughs> All right, so we're going to play a little game to start off the day. You've probably heard of it before. You've probably played it in middle school. It's called Two Truths and a Lie. Okay. So I'm going to read off three facts to you, and they're kind of about women. They're kind of like women-based. I'm going to read each one off, and then you have to identify which one is not true. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, cool. <laughs> this is your first one. Okay. Women tend to take more risks than men do. Got it? Locked and loaded? Good to go. It. Your second one is loyalty has a higher drive in males than females. Okay. And your third one is the average woman will eat four pounds of lipstick in their lifetime. Okay. Which one do you think is not true? I think the first one is not true. You're correct. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Yeah. Women uh, tend to take less less risks than men. Honestly, we're just kind of smarter in life. I feel not not smarter in things in life. 
I think we think through things a lot more. Yes. We, like, sit on them. We process them. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas get, guys, it's just, like, yeah. Like, in, like I think guys work a lot off of intuition. I think women process things a lot more because yeah. you guys think about right. a lot more With stuff. Every, everything in life. Yeah. yeah. In the last podcast, we talked about it a little bit. Um, I had brought up a stat that I'd heard a long time ago, but women think, like, three times more thoughts than men do in a single day. I totally believe that. Yeah. Like, you not guys, more, yeah. Your brains are always just going. We even talked yeah. about the nothing box a little bit. Do you know about Mm-mm. that at all? Oh, it's like guys can kind of just, like, z- completely zone out and not think of anything. Like, I can just, like, and not think of anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, that's what, that's what I was talking about. I don't really like silent places. Yeah. Because if, if there's no background, then that's all you hear. Is it just your brain going yeah, there? Yeah, like, constantly. That's so weird. It's wild, yeah. Like if I'm just sitting in a in a just like a dead space, yeah. I just I think I just like kind of be become accustomed to it. It's I'm wild. just kind of like, oh, I guess I'm supposed to be like part of the dead space. Yeah, it's that's wild. It's so weird. <laughs> All right, I do want to get to know you a little bit better. I do know you pretty well, I would say, but people behind the cameras they don't know you. Yeah. So let's get to know you a little bit. Okay. Uh, let's talk about you know growing up. What was family life like? Let's start with you know kind of like first couple chapters too. So growing up, elementary school, middle school, what was that like? What kind of kid were you? Um, well, I was homeschooled for a lot of my like middle school, elementary school. Um, so I didn't have a ton of like social interaction, which I feel like has played a huge role in like who I am today. Even still? Yeah. Like I really don't like social interaction very much at all. Like in, um, what, in what way? Like you don't like... Like, you would never approach somebody else at a social gathering? Right. Unless I, like, had a couple of drinks in me, probably not. Okay. Yeah. That's why. That's so funny because I'm, like, the total opposite. I know. Well, like, so you, is Z. Zeeland so, is the same way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so the way that we know each other, just to let everybody else know, um, Jordan's boyfriend is Zeeland, and I pretty much went through all of college with Zeeland. We were yeah. roommates a couple times, pretty much lovers. best buddies. Yeah, lovers. <laughs> For a very short <laughs> amount of time. College was weird with me and Zeeland. <laughs> <laughs> no, Z- Zealand's great. He's in the other room right now, so he'll he'll have a chance to watch this next Monday, along with all of you guys too. But Zealand's awesome. You uh, you definitely you definitely caught a good one. Yeah, he's good. Tell me about high school a little bit. What kind of kid were you in high school? Were you uh like a drama kid? I feel like you were like in theater and you know like live action role play stuff. Or... No, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, I went to a smaller private Christian school, so like we all kind of knew each other all kind of did the same things I guess um but I played like sports like I was always doing some type of sport right not like artistically inclined at all really no not like very creative driven not at all yeah I mean every now and then yes but like that's not very natural for me right it's not very organic what did you excel in the most in high school like it, it can even be a sport like which one were you best at um softball which I had played like club and all of that too so in college no, I thought about playing in college, but I wanted to put like nursing first. Oh yeah, I mean that's tough. So, and my career first, but right. I mean, yeah. nursing is so demanding. It's like you can't really do even. I mean, honestly, like intramurals are even tough when you're doing something in like the medical field because the homework load for even Zealand. I remember like going from freshman year, we had similar classes, similar homework, right? Stuff yeah. like that. But then after that, he started getting right. into his specialized classes, and I would just like watch him. I'd be like. Yo, like, I'm going to go over to, you know, whatever, so-and-so's place. Like, do you want to come with? And he's like, no, I got to study. Yeah. I'm like, study what? Like, I don't, I haven't had homework since, like, <laughs> first, first semester. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that kind yeah. of stuff. But it, I, I totally get it. Um, softball was, was not my sport in high school. I wasn't super good at it. 
I remember taking a couple gym class courses on it. And for whatever reason, I think when the ball got bigger, I got worse at the sport. Oh. Is that weird? Like a ball phobia? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Maybe I just didn't want to be like feminine. I'd be like, no, I'm not hitting that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so on a, on a personal level, what talent are you most proud of like right now? Like something that you've developed over your lifetime. What would you say your best talent is? Like what would you consider like a talent? I don't... I would say... Like, yeah, that's kind of dumb. I know what a talent is. But. No, no, I know what you're saying, though. I would say, like, for me personally, if I was going to put a label on it, I would say something like communication, maybe. My communication mm. skills are probably what I excel at. That's probably what I'm most proud of. It's just because I can talk to anybody and everybody in, in most situations. I'm pretty comfortable. What would you say you excel at that, like, might stand out to other people? I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm not very, like, sociable. But I, I'm a good listener, I guess. Okay. I like to, like, have people vent. I don't like to, but I can just sit there and vent and kind of... Like, other people vent to you. Yeah, and I, like, won't give my opinion, won't really say much. Sometimes I feel like silence is kind of the best thing you can do for people. Oh, yeah. So most maybe, of the time, honestly. Yeah. Like, when you just, like, listen... Most people just want to get their problems out. Right. They don't want to hear your problems. They don't want to hear how it relates to you. Right. Or even advice. Most people yeah. don't even, aren't even looking for advice. Especially right. when you're talking to girls. I've heard a lot of girls say, like... I just want you to like listen to me. Yeah. I don't need you to solve the issue. I just need you to know about it. Because I've already solved it five different ways right. and have a backup plan for each one too. <laughs> right. You couldn't. Right. And then a guy just comes in. He's like, why don't you just stop talking to her? Like, you know, like something super stupid. stupid. Like, I, you don't think I thought of that? Yeah. You yeah. stupid idiot. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, if you had to really pick out something that you think is kind of like almost hidden away a little bit, what would you say is something that a lot of people don't know about you? Oh, I do have one for this. You do? Um, okay, dope. <laughs> growing up for a short, I used to love horses. Mm. Like like horse girl. But not like in a weird way. Like I had like a horse wallpaper at one point and collected the like Oh, little... yeah, so not weird at all. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like pretend to be a horse. And... <laughs> I used to ride horses and would do like barrel racing for fun. But then I got into like showing miniature ponies for like a very short amount of time. Oh, what is that like? Like you literally like you know like dog show. It's so weird. Like oh. I would never tell anyone this. Like, I don't even Z probably knows, but um, like you basically just kind of lead them around and you have to like pose them a certain way and then you have to be posed next to them a certain way and it's kind of just like a dog show but with miniature horses. So weird, right? Yeah. But um, kind of my first con or like competition I ever went into, I got first place. Nice. Yeah. How did you get into that? What there, got you connected? A girl, an older woman in my church, um, she had had some like health issues and she couldn't take care of the horses as well. Mm. So then me and my sister started going over there and then I was like, oh, this is actually like really fun. Like just taking care of them because I love horse. I loved horses at the time. Right. And then she told me that she did that. And so then that's kind of how you got connected. Yeah. I didn't do it for very long after, but it was fun for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. Super weird. But I think that's the first time I've ever heard anybody do showing show ponies i've never heard that before yeah that's so funny though i could see zealand doing that like now <laughs> like walking around with show ponies riding them oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh oh so good all right so we do have a caller somebody called in and they want to ask us a question specifically just for the bird watching podcast so i'm gonna play it out loud and then we're gonna listen to it and then we are going to answer it are you ready? Mm-hmm. 
Hey, this is Delaney from Arizona, and I have a question for the birdwatching podcast. Okay, would you rather break up somebody on Christmas or Valentine's Day, and why? What's your reasoning? <laughs> that is such a good question. Oh my gosh. Would you rather break up with somebody on Christmas Day or Valentine's Day? I think I have my answer. I have mine. I would Valentine's say, Day. Oh, you, you think Valentine's Day? Christmas is such like a... A family-oriented, almost like, I don't know. I feel like that's more shitty than... Valentine's Day is like not even a real holiday. That That is a good point, actually. It's like, if you're in a relationship, it's great and all, but like, what does it really do for anything? It's not really, you know? Right. Like, just focusing on the, the thing that you've already been focusing on the other 364 days? Yeah, like, it'd be shitty to be like, oh, my ex broke up with me on Christmas and, like, have to think about that. Valentine's Day, just be, like, more of a reason to go and get drunk by yourself. Like like another weekend. Yeah, I but guess. I don't I, know. No, I get I get what you're saying. I think when I had first heard it, I was like, oh, definitely Christmas because Christmas is more of like a, a family holiday. Like even yeah. if you don't have your significant other, you still have people around you to like show you love. That's true. I Valentine's guess. Day yeah. is like, it's so specific to couples that if somebody broke up with you on Valentine's Day, it's almost like, hey, I'm going to choose this one day out of the year to make sure you know that like, hey, now you're single. that's true that is kind of that's so savage to me yeah that's bad but also it would suck like you and also in christmas when you go hang out with like your grandma your uncles your aunts they're you know what's what's the first question they all ask it's like oh yeah like like, you you dating anybody you You seen anybody and you're like not anymore (laughs) it's so sad yeah but i guess it could go either way either one is not great it's not great yeah not great options that's a terrible question no, I'm just kidding. It was a good. It was a good question. No, it was, it was good. It was, it was actually, good. yeah, it was a great question. I just, it, it's a tough answer, mm-hmm. but I think I'm gonna go with. I'd rather be broken up with on Christmas. And you said Valentine's I'm Day. I'm still gonna stick with Valentine's Day. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Stick with your guns. Yeah. Um. Let's talk a little bit about work. Are you currently working right now? Yeah. What do you do? Um. So I'm a nurse. Uh, I was working at Phoenix Children's Hospital. Um, kind of realized that maybe don't really want to be fully medical anymore. So then I started going into the aesthetic world. Um, so now I work at a family practice in med spa as a clinical nurse still, but also doing like aesthetic nursing. Nice. What is aesthetic nursing? Um, so like Botox, filler. Oh, nice. I just got laser certified. So like laser hair removal and photofacials and all that fun stuff. So you, you put the needle in their head yeah. or in their forehead? That's what I was telling you. I, I Botox myself. That's the craziest thing to me. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I guess it makes sense. You just need a mirror. Yeah. But is it painful? No. I don't, I don't find needles really painful at all, though. But is it, it... Okay, so it's just similar to any needle going into you. That's kind of what it feels like. But it's a really, really small... Like, one of the smallest ones they make, almost. Okay. It's and what is tiny. it push inside of your forehead? Botox. So, like, botulinum toxin. Which is... A muscle paralyzer. Oh, really? Yeah. And, oh, and that's what keeps it smooth? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so, like lines and wrinkles are created by movement of muscles so when you have a wrinkle that's because two muscles were going together and creating that divot when you put botox in they can't do that muscle right they can't make that movement so you're basically atrophying the muscle interesting yeah for whatever reason in my head i thought they like just kind of like shot gel that's that's like filler filler is like hyaluronic acid there's calcium based ones that's like a gel type of 
substance. But that's more common in like your lips. Lips and cheeks, chin, jawline. You can put it really anywhere. You can put it in your neck. You can like hyper dilute it and fill in little like knees or crazy. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Has, has the the Botox industry or like what you're in aesthetic, you know, like what is it called the anesthetic? Aesthetic nursing. Aesthetic nursing. Yeah. Is, is that is it becoming more and more popular every year? I think absolutely. Especially when COVID hit, I think people were sitting at home kind of looking at themselves more honestly. Mm. And also like not spending as much money. Yeah. So now I think like the anti-aging world is absolutely going to be like statistically already is on the uprise. Right. Really Which cool. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Especially when you're getting into that industry because then you yeah. know like, oh, my future is, is pretty promising. Yeah. I mean, like, as a nurse, I, yeah. Right. We can really do whatever you want kind of, but aesthetic is definitely, it's really fun. It's really rewarding, honestly. Like look good, feel good, play good. Right. Like I feel like that's true for everything in life. And if you love the way you look and you're confident, I feel like you're going to do a lot better in life. Overall. Yeah, de- definitely. Out of all like the different departments, which one do you enjoy the most? Like the the forehead Botox or like do you like to do like fillers, stuff like that, like lips, necks, um, knees? Honestly, I love lasers. Lasers are super cool. I've gotten to see what it would do for like Z and like myself even. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but Botox I also love. Botox is a very like it's forgiving, whereas like filler is kind of scary. You can have some issues and you can oh. have like occlusions and stuff. Um but Botox is like, it wears off in three months regardless. But it, like the results are honestly really good. Really? So Pretty reliable I too? Like, I, yeah. Uh, know uh, what you're getting? Yes. Okay. So I think it's cool. And you can customize it for each different person based on like how their musculature works, mm-hmm. which I think is cool. Yeah, that is interesting. It's crazy. It's crazy that it's taking off. And then it's crazy yes. that so many people are getting into it and they have their own specific um, problems or issues that they're trying to resolve. And mm-hmm. you can like fix that with aesthetic nursing now yes like there are like nurse injectors or like mds can be injectors too like anyone with like a healthcare license um can but um there are people that like just specialize in like tear trough fillers because that's like a pretty scary one but like with people that have like bags or they don't want to get a bluff surgery which is where you basically take that fat pad out oh like they just focus on that and it like really changes the whole look of a face right it's kind of crazy what you can do it is amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, so outside of this, though, because this is kind of what you're – you enjoy it, obviously, because of, of, of passions, but also there's probably some financial gains in it. It's, it's a good industry to be in, right? Yeah. If money wasn't an issue, what would be your dream job? Like, would you still be walking around with, like, mini ponies and stuff or <laughs> – um, Honestly, I love nursing and I love helping people. Um, and helping people be like their best self. Yeah. But if money was like not even a thing, if there was no risks involved, I would want to be like a travel blogger. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I know. Where, so you across the entire world? Yeah, like everywhere, like the worst places to live, the best places to live, like just get in there, see the culture, like yeah. doing like mission trips when I grew up, I was like, ugh, like I would love to just go honestly to like wherever I could. Right. Because it's so different and it makes you like a whole different perception on life. Oh my gosh, yeah, definitely. Like hitting new cultures is so crazy. If you yeah. if you haven't had the experience to like travel a bit, I don't think you really understand like how impactful it can be on your life. Yeah. But if you had a specific country where you could, you know, kind of take, let's say you had six months to travel throughout in one country, where, where do you think you'd be going? Or like, let's say even continent, like 
Oh, I would do Europe. Okay. Yeah, definitely. What about it? What, what appeals to you? Uh, I think all of it. There's just so much that I haven't, like I haven't traveled there ever. Yeah. So, so much I want to do. I don't know. I just think it looks beautiful. I think like the history behind it. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I, we it's went out to cool. my, my brother married a girl from England. Mm-hmm. So we went out there for a wedding and we Wild. checked out like Bath, Yeah. Bath England. And it was like, uh, the thing that stood out to me the most was that all the buildings are like brick and stone, mm-hmm. everything, you know, you, you see in America, a lot of houses are like wooden now or like there's some brick, but it's not super common. Yeah. It literally looks like everything's so old fashioned and it's very beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, I would I would love to travel around Europe. If I could have six months, especially like pre-COVID, would be perfect, yes, yeah. which is kind of a bummer. But yeah. but it is beautiful out there. I would love to travel Europe. Um, if you had the option to not work ever again, but but if you decided to take it, you can't go back to work, would you take that? Absolutely not. Yeah, okay. No. Why is that? I, I wouldn't know what to do with myself if I wasn't working. I think working keeps you your brain stimulated and i think in all areas of life if you're not what are you doing seriously like how are you keeping yourself motivated how are you moving how are you progressing i don't really see a whole lot like i don't i don't know no i totally agree i think yeah. the the one thought that i've always had especially um going after college i've seen a lot of guys like some of my buddies haven't really picked up on a career path yet yeah. which i haven't even really either i'm not solidified in anything yet but um i see a lot of like issues coming out of that even like mentally and i think one thing that i've realized lately is that work gives you purpose yes even if you go to work every single day and you hate what you do and like you don't like even going into the office you don't like the the jobs or the duties that they might give you Mm -hmm. at least you have something to like like this is what i do this is this is what i'm contributing to society i think it's super important to have that even for like a mental standpoint Mm -hmm. yes it's kind of crazy purpose purpose i think a lot of like, me- even a lot of like mental health issues come from like a lack of purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think a job or a lack is- lack of focus almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're just sitting at home all day, every day, not having to do anything. Right. What, like what, who are you as a person? Yeah. I think a lot of people get wrapped up in that idea and then you kind of, you, you get drowned. Drowned? Drown- you become a drowned. <laughs> yep. You we're going to go with that. In, you drowned know. in lack of purpose. <laughs> Stamp it. <laughs> Trademark it. <laughs> All right. So we play a game called business propositions. I name off three businesses to you. You tell me which one makes the most sense, which one you'd probably invest in, you know, what, whatever one makes the most sense. So are you ready? Yes. So the first one, I would like to perfect the recipe for tortilla chip soup, can it and sell it. It's called Mikasa as soup casa. What do you think? <laughs> it's pretty good. It's good, right? <laughs> Ship it. All right, here's your next one. Okay, okay. An air freshener that fully operates via mind control. Oh. It's called common sense. And it obviously makes sense if you think about it. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It makes sense, <laughs> a lot of sense. if you think about no, it. It makes a lot of yeah, sense. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, and, and here's your third one. An aquarium-themed bra line called Other Fish in the Sea Cup. <laughs> I came up with that one today. Right. 
So out of those three, so we got yeah. you know tortilla chip soup. Yep. We got an air freshener that operates via mind control, and we have a um, aquarium themed bra line. Which which one are we thinking of maybe putting some money into? The tortilla soup was good. Really? Yeah. You think they were all we, good. But... You think if we can that and actually shipped it? Because the thing I'm worried about, what I'm worried about with this one. You're really worried. <laughs> I'm so worried. Like, oh my gosh, can't start this business. Oh no. The thing I'm worried about though is if we only stick to one flavor of soup, yeah. do you think we're hitting a big demographic? Depends on how good it is. That is true. Yeah. If we specialize in that and then branch off from there. I like that. Mi casa es soup casa. <laughs> soup casa. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's dive into relationships a little bit. Let's talk about you know boyos and and all that fun stuff. Yes. Um. So my first question for you: Are you attracted to hairy men? <laughs> Zealand, is she attracted to hairy I... men? <laughs> Personally, love them. Love one. Yeah. Love one hairy man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it doesn't bother me honestly. If anything, it's kind of like, like I look at Z and I'm like, Ugh, it's like lumbered lumberjack looking man i don't know is it um the way i see it is like women kind of see hairier guys or like mature looking guys so like almost um like yeah like a a level of like he's a man's man like with the beard you know he's like this like burly man man whatever then he takes the beard like he's completely shaved at once yeah and i was like oh my god you look 17 right so Definitely adds a couple of years, yeah. For sure. Yeah. So it's just like a, a, a maturity level almost? Is that what's attractive about it, or is it like... I don't know. Like, if they look older, you mean? And yeah, that... kind of. Yeah, I guess same. Maybe. I don't know. I yeah. think he looks good either way, but... Right. I have seen Zeeland without facial hair, like, yes. or I've seen him with a mustache. And oh, it, it didn't even really look like Zeeland No, it, a whole different person. Right, because yeah. since I've known him, I've always known him with a beard. And so, but I, I totally get it. Girls are attracted to guys who like, maybe not the back hair, all like whatever comes say, along yeah, with it. Yeah. But like the facial hair is, is something to kind of, um, you know, like take into account. Or it's a bummer if like it's all over their body, but like they can't grow it on their face, you know? That's like worst case scenario. Right. You yeah. don't really want it on your chest or your back. You'd rather no. just have it on your face. Right. Like yeah. where people can see it. Yes. Yeah, me too. I, oh gosh, it's the worst. <laughs> you I, love the hairy men. You're a bear man. What? <laughs> <laughs> I like a I like a lumberjack. <laughs> no, no. Um, I I wish I could grow a full beard. I've always kind of wanted that. I think it's there's definitely an appeal to it, like a yeah. like an attractiveness level of mm. having like that facial hair because it shows. I, mean, I don't know, like a maturity level almost. Um, yeah, I think, like age. I don't know. Yeah, like uh, experience, whatever it might be. But there is an attractive level to like having a beard. Yes, and it's kind of impressive. Like he'll shave it, and then in like a week and a half, it's back. Like right. all of it. It's right. Wild. It's yeah. Wild. For me, it's like three months, and then it's like <laughs> it's all back. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you think the hardest? So you guys have been dating. You guys have been dating for you know a decent amount of time now. Yeah. What's the hardest part about a long term relationship? Oh, um, I would say keeping things new and fresh and like lively. So things get um, repetitive? Me and Z, I feel like are very habitual people almost. We get in a routine. We're like, we like that routine. We kind of do that routine over and over, at least for me. Um, so like for us, it's always fun, like finding new things we've never done, like this past year for Christmas, instead of just like normal presents, we were like, let's do experiences for gifts. 
Oh, cool. Yeah. So, so like trips or yeah. So that's what my that's what our snowboarding trip was. That was his gift to me to Flagstaff. Oh yeah. Because yeah. I yeah. So I because I wanted to learn how to snowboard, um, and then like little stuff like we just went like axe throwing and like that was super. It's just like keeping things neat, like trying to find things that you haven't done together. Right. Because like you're with each other all the time every day. So it's like, what can we do different from our normal routine, you know? Right. So if you kind of get into the same patterns, yeah. things might get a little old or like yes, whatever. Yeah. So you want to make sure to keep things lively yeah. in, a, in a long term. Yes. Yeah, so always changing. That's like one thing changing that I'm, things. I've always thought about that in marriage, mm-hmm. people who've been married for like 20 years, how do you keep things like fun, entertaining, like still waking up every day, you know, like choosing right. love kind of, kind of ideology or like um, idea mindset. Right. A but, lot of sex. <laughs> you just never stop yeah. you just gotta keep like up, just, up in the ante yeah keep going <laughs> uh, oh right. no what are what are a few ways that um, Zealand makes you feel special um, opening my door for me is like huge no I don't think any man has ever done that for me really and like one of the first times we hung out it was with you and Maddie, I don't know if you remember this, but we all were going to Dutch Bros. Oh, yeah. And he was parked on, like, the top of the garage at GCU. And he, like, randomly opened my door for me. Like, didn't say anything, just, like, opened it because I was on, like, his side. Just, like, opened the door and then went to his door. And, like, I don't even think he knows that he, like, consciously did that. But, like, in my head, I was, like, that was huge. Right. Yeah. So like stood out and he, he probably didn't even like register. He was just thinking like, yeah. oh, I like this girl. I want to make sure that she feels special in a certain way. Yeah. I'm gonna I don't even know her. if he really like liked me at the time or anything. I think like it was, I don't know. Uh, I'm, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I'll say this. Maybe. I'm, I'm sure if he was making like uh, an effort to hang out with you though, he probably had some sort of feelings behind it. Yeah. Like in, in some way. But like you and... Well, me and Maddie, yeah, we hit it off. We're still dating. We're we're going strong right now. It, it's gone. It's going super well. We click. She yells a lot, but I put up with it. Uh, she's going strong. Yeah, she's crazy. <laughs> she's fun. No, she's awesome. She's super cool. Um, did you ever see yourself staying single forever before Zealand? Did you ever had have a mindset of, oh my gosh, like I could see myself never getting married. Um, I, probably not. There was a time before Z where I was like, men, I don't need anyone else. You know, like it's just me. Right. I'm going to do better on my own type of thing, which like is not true. I think like growing with someone like personally in your career is like huge, mm-hmm. like, like feeding off of each other. I don't know. Right. The companionship. Yeah. So I think like cohabitating almost is better in a sense, like. I don't know you that you can grow on your own absolutely, but I also think that there's like a big component of growing with someone else too. For sure. Yeah. When you were kind of in that mindset of like I don't I don't need a man I'm gonna stay you know kind of individual. Did you think it was more so because of of a past experience? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah definitely. So I don't that, even that, think that was second, no second that was yeah <laughs> that's no. what it was. So yeah. it, was, it was a past relationship that kind of convinced you like, oh, I can do this on my own. I don't need anybody else. Yeah. But then it took meeting the actual right the guy. The right guy. Yeah. Right. Which is so sweet though, because yes. that's what everybody wants. You you want to meet the, the person that's going to kind of like change your perspective on life. Yeah. And yeah. That's super cool. 
Were there so you like through throughout high school and throughout college? Were there any guys before your current boyfriend that your parents did not approve of? They were like not happy that you were dating them. Yes. Um, <laughs> what What do you think? Like the components behind that? Like why Why did they not approve of the relationship? Well, I'll give you. And was it validated? I'll yes. Okay. I'll give you an example. So okay. my most recent from Z um, was awful and always possible. But, like, obviously, you don't see all red flags, like, when you're in a relationship, you know? Yeah, because you're infatuated. Yeah. So, he met my parents and all that. And after, my dad straight up told me that he reminded he reminded him of the guy that, like, started Fire Festival. <laughs> you know what that is? Yeah. yeah. I and I was like, oh, shit. It's like, going to be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, like, really think of it. And then he was absolutely right. Like, really? In always. But in the moment, you didn't see it. I did. I was, like, so blindsided. I was just like, I don't know. I think yeah. a lot of girls go through that, though. I think, especially when girls get invested into a relationship, they see, mm. I think, even even more so than guys, girls see the good in people, yes. like, so much. Yeah. They're and, like, yeah, this this is a problem, this is a problem, this is a problem. But, like... Other than that, he's an amazing guy. I also think that we're just like fixers almost. Like we want to fix someone into like the person we think they can be. Yep. And it's like you're never going to ever change them. Right. Like no. their makeup. Like that's just who they are. No, yeah. Almost, you know? They'll change certain aspects, but yes. but it's only for you and it's only temporary. Right. Which is, yeah. Which is not healthy. But no. even in our first podcast when I was talking to Jesse, she was saying that she's like a total fixer. Like she always wants to... Like she'll see a guy, she'll he'll come into the picture. She has like this, um, this like list that she's kind of made of of what she wants in a husband. Mm. And these guys will come in and they'll like try and convince her, like nobody's ever gonna fit that mold perfectly, or or like um, they're never gonna like fit the needs that you're looking for. And so then she would almost like start believing them. Right. But then eventually she gets to the end of the relationship and realizes. No, I don't want to be in this relationship. I can find somebody who's better. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, you know, it's just a natural process. But it is healthy to get to the point where you're like, I'm trying to find somebody who's totally going to fit the mold. And who's already, like, self-established. Like, girls don't need to fix guys. Like, you guys are more than capable of, you know, fixing yourself. Right. It's just maturing. Absolutely. Becoming who you're supposed to be at some point. And obviously not, not everybody's going to be compatible with everybody, but right. at some point you got to grow up and, and kind of figure out who you are as a person. Definitely. Um, so now, how old are you right now? 23. Okay. So at 23, yep. is there something that you wish you could tell your younger self? Maybe let's say, let's say if you could go back in time and tell your old 16 year old self one like insight about life. What would you kind of tell yourself? Like, what, what what advice would you give yourself back in the day? Maybe about relationships, maybe about life in general, maybe about work. Mm-hmm. I would probably say, this is going to sound so cliche or whatever, um, but, like, at that age, I had wanted to be a brain surgeon, like a neurosurgeon. Yeah. Um, I would say, like, whatever you want to do, you can do it. Because, like, I thought nursing would be hard, and it wasn't. Right. And I don't know. So I would just say, like, stick with, like, your gut almost because now I kind of feel like that would have been really fun and it would have been really cool to do. Yeah. If you would have put the time in, at the, like, when you were that young. Yeah, because I used to think, like, oh, that's so much school. Like, I'd never be able to pay for it. And, like, I was able to pay for my normal college on my own. Like, you just make – you figure out ways to make things work and to prioritize certain things. And then – and it works. And I think some people almost get stuck in the fact of like, oh, that's too hard or it's not going to work or it's just going to be a lot to do. 
but at the end of the day you kind of always just like make it work yeah I don't know. if you want something bad enough you're gonna make it happen yeah so i think that's what i would tell myself like just go after it don't like settle like i used to want to like go to harvard and like or an ivy league school and then i was like why like any school would be cool but i don't mm-hmm. know i i guess i i kind of went through a phase of wanting to like go to an ivy league school but i was never in a field that like uh required it yeah i've never been i'm not like you and z like i'm not like a super like smart cookie i i don't go into like medical stuff or or whatever sciences and all that stuff it doesn't really make sense to me totally so i always knew i wanted to do something creative like a creative mm-hmm. field so it didn't really matter where i went but when i talked to people who went through nursing or you know any sort of like pt schooling I always had that thought process of if I was in their position, I probably would have tried to get into like Yale or Harvard or Mm -hmm. like Princeton or something like that. Right. It just never really made sense to me specifically, but it would be very cool to go to Harvard. It'd be cool. Like just telling people like, yeah, I graduated from Harvard. They'd be like, oh, so like you're a genius. Or just getting that like (laughs) educational like structure. I don't know. True. It would have been, I don't know. I mean, it is like the the most elite education you can get. Yeah. Definitely. So cool. All right. So it is time for everybody's favorite game, cute or cringe. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So this is how it works. So I'm going to read off these prompts to you. And then you have to tell me either cute, you like it, or cringe, you don't like it. Okay. All right. So here's your first one. Eating quickly. (laughs) Cringe. 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 Are you a slow eater? I am. I like to like talk throughout my meals. And then I look over and he's just like, like, like face down. He's got one goal in mind and it's to finish his meal like right then and there. And I'm like, I'm the same way though. I am the same way. To be honest with you, I, I eat my food very fast. Yeah. I don't know why it's just like habitual almost, but I just try and like get it in, in, in me. Which like is fine. But like also I feel like eating is kind of meant for socialization almost, you know, like sitting down and talking like in Europe, they like eat for like hours and hours and it's like, that's cool. I don't know. No, I, I see like, I I see the appeal to it. I I just think maybe when we were in college, it was just kind of like get the, get the food inside of you and then go do whatever you're you're planning on doing next. That's kind of what we're like anticipating. Mm -hmm. So you don't think about the meal as a, like a sacred moment. But if you kind of change your perspective, I definitely grew up with people like my parents had family friends who would come over for like three hours and they would eat one meal in three hours. Yeah. So like they'd have like one bite and like have a conversation for 15 minutes before they take their next bite. Yeah. That was not the case for when we were in college. Like Qdoba would be down in like less than 10 minutes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You're just like shoveling it in. Pizza rolls with ranch and sriracha. Right. Yeah. Nobody's communicating when people are eating. We're just like trying to get it in. Yeah. All right. Here's your next one. Okay. Cute or cringe? UK rap music. So like English rappers. Have I ever heard any? I don't know if I've ever heard any. Let me, let me think of a... What's a famous one? Do you know any famous... Is that, that weird rap? that I don't know that? No, but I know that I don't Jack f- <laughs> 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 Really? So you want me to answer cringe? No, no, you, you say whatever you I want to hear one. I mean, can um, I look one up? Yeah, go ahead. I'm confused. If you, if you just look up UK like drill rap. Drill, drill rap, rap will okay. come up. Yeah. What does that even mean? Um, we'll find out. It's like a, it's like a, a genre of rap. Oh, it's UK drill mix, two thousand twenty-one. There you go. Uh, uh. Stuck in the middle like my first name Malcolm. Powder up your nose like your first name Talcum. Saying it's a hit, haven't even dropped the album. Went and read the cliff notes just to check the outcome. I think there's 
American rappers that are worse than that. Yeah. There definitely are. Different style, I guess. It definitely is. I, I think it appeals to a different audience. Yeah. I think um, a part of it is the accent. Like, I hear the accent, yeah. and it, it takes away a little bit of the of the appeal. That almost sounded like Jamaican, though. That was like... Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I don't know. I don't... Some about it just doesn't... It doesn't click with me. Yeah. I, when I hear it, I'm just like, it just doesn't even sound... It doesn't sound like a radio hit, I think. Mm-hmm. So even music that I don't enjoy on, on, like, a personal level, I hear that, and I'm like, it doesn't even sound like music that anybody would listen to. But do you think that people from UK think that about our rap no i don't think it's the hmm. same but i do think they listen to uk rap and they're like this is this is better this is good but i do like yeah. american rap i think mm-hmm. americans listen to it and they're like american rap is good this is just like leagues below yeah so i think it's yeah. a different perception but hmm. i don't like it i've always i've always kind of disliked uk rap i don't know why i'm indifferent since i don't really so kind of 50 50 yeah yeah no 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 solid answer right all right here's your next one cute or cringe buying a new house You know, there are a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. Cute overall. Right. I mean, it's nice to have like one solid place. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of work and money. Yeah. No, it definitely is. Yeah. Cute think, though. So I mean, cute overall. Yeah. I mean, the process, cringe uh, all uh, the way. That's what I was going to say. Is, yeah. is the process itself like what kind of makes you feel cringe about yeah. the situation? Yeah. Because it's just like so much paperwork, so much like... You have to do the inspections, all that stuff. And it's also like competing with other people. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Just like, you lot. just want to buy the house. If yeah. you want a house, you want a house. If I see one I like, I want it. If I don't get it, then it's like, that's yeah. heartbreaking. We have to start killing know. people. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yeah. yeah right. I haven't even like got into the headspace of, oh, like I have to buy a house, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I, because I think you kind of have to have like a, a significant other first and then you have to get to the point in a relationship where you're like, Oh, we're going to live together for a long-term, you know, situation. Right. I haven't even gotten to the point of like, oh, I have a significant other. So <laughs> house is just kind baby of Baby steps. Of, yeah, baby I mean, steps. it's not like you have to do those step by step, like in that order. You can do it whatever order you true. want. That's true. I think we just got to a point where we were like, why are we throwing so much money away in, in an apartment when we can start an investment? You know? Yeah, facts. And get into, I don't know. You don't want to pay rent. Like, yeah. it doesn't really make sense to pay rent. If you're if you're going to live with somebody, you might as well buy a house yeah. and make it worthwhile, mm-hmm. like an investment plan. Yeah, you're throwing it back into something that's going right. to someday We're, pay off, hopefully. Way smarter, too. I mean, yeah. if you really think about it, paying rent is, is almost like, it, it's a waste of money a little bit. Because yeah. you're living in a home that somebody else li- uh, uh, owns. They're just going to keep making money off of you if you continue right. to rent. Yeah. I've seen, I just saw one TikTok video where this guy was talking about he, he rents out a mansion every single month. He pays like 4,700 bucks. And I'm like, dude, you're almost paying like, what is that? Like almost 50 K a year or like over 50 K a year That's for a house that. that you don't even own. Mm-hmm. And then you have to pay that again next year. Right. Why don't you just buy a house? It's not appreciating. Like nothing's, you know, it's just sitting there. Literally. Yeah. It's not even under your name. Right. So like at the end of the day, if you decide not to live there anymore, you can't even sell the house. Mm-hmm. Somebody else still owns that. They just made all that money off of you. Right. It's kind of crazy. Which is funny. I'm, I'm sounding a little hypocritical because I'm renting out a house right now. But, I mean, we're in an apartment. So. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think we're just at a stage in our lives where we, we can't afford like to buy a house yet. It's a lot. I think yeah. you guys are on the brink of it, but I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> Congratulations. We're, we're cl- <laughs> 
we'll see how yeah we'll see yeah I, I hope you guys get it honestly that house is beautiful so it'd be fun to come over and visit and like hang out with you guys there oh yes <laughs> all right here's your next one cute or cringe kanye west and kim k right now cringe i just saw well she just posted that like like i'm not like super into celeb drama at all no same um but i just saw what she posted this morning about how he's like making it so difficult and like it's hard on the kids and like i don't know what's really going on but i feel like kids should never be brought into it facts facts i would agree with you like 100 percent actually on this one specifically and i would say in the past couple years i would take kanye's side I was always kind of a Kanye fan. Kim kind of always bugged me in a certain way. I don't know why. Yeah. But recently I saw um, North, Northwest. Is that her name? Their kid? Yeah. So she had she had posted a TikTok. Yeah, and, that's what, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's what you're talking about too? Yeah. Okay, so she had posted a TikTok and Kanye was like, what do I do in a situation where I can't give p- permission of my own daughter to like post a TikTok? Mm-hmm. And then Kim K was like, pretty much dude, chill. Like she's just trying to have like a creative outlet. She's right. in a situation where... All eyes are on her, no matter, even if she's not posting videos. Yeah. And I saw it as Kanye is just trying to throw a wrench into the mix. Even though I like Kanye more, probably. I was like, dude, you got to chill. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to take a step back. It's not that serious. Yeah. If she wants to create a TikTok account with her mom, it shouldn't be like frowned upon. And also, if you're having like parental differences, you know, bring that up like in person. Like that, I don't care like how famous you are, that does not need to go right like on the i don't know yeah and he also like moved um across the street from her like bought a house across the street from oh her. i didn't know that oh what really thing? i think his reasoning behind it was oh i can come over and like see the kids hang out with the family but everybody kind of knows there's an underlying factor of kanye just kind of wants to be like in the picture so bad still mm-hmm. so part of me is kind of leaning with kim on this one and because of it the entire factor of kim and kanye is a bit cringy to me mm-hmm but. I would agree. All right, here's your next one. Cute or cringe? Billie Eilish's music. Oh, cute. I love her, honestly. Do you? Yeah. I feel like she has opened up, like, mental health a lot. True. Um, and I think, like, her music is, like, just her. Like, it's just what she thinks, and it's how she feels, and, like, cool. Yeah. Like, just, I don't know. No, definitely. Very the only emotional. thing that kind of... the. I would definitely say Q2, but the only thing that kind of bugs me about Billie Eilish is, is almost every single song is um, very similar. Mm-hmm. She like I think she has such a beautiful voice, yeah. but she almost whispers every single song. Like She stays in the same tone, the same style of music. Yeah. And if it works, it works. If you're making money and people are listening to it and people still enjoy it, you don't really have to change anything that's not broken. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see her come out with a song that's almost leaning towards like Adele, almost. Yeah, like diversify a little bit. Yeah, like yeah. express, like if you're that talented with your voice, why not like express it? Right. Show people how talented you are. Because I think she could make an absolutely amazing song. Mm-hmm. Even back to like Ocean Eyes, when she dropped that, that's like more diverse than even anything she's kind of released since then. Yeah. I would love to hear a song that kind of shows her range a bit more mm-hmm. but i would still say her it's music fair. is is so impressive it's good it's and her good. and her brother is so talented too like just being in a situation where i've made music now and i'm not i'm not anything special I, you know I, I i like making it it's fun but i don't yeah. really know what i'm doing yet um her brother phineas is so talented not only with instruments but also with like music production value he brings so much to the table for her i think he was really the the pushing factor behind why she's like where she is at all right, here is your last one. Okay. Cute or cringe? Four Locos. 
Stop. The first time I ever met Z. Tell me about it. I crushed a blue four loco. Yeah. Later that night, it was at one of the rugby boys' houses. Yep. Threw it up all over the wall. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's cute. Uh, <laughs> last time I ever drank a four loco. Cringe. Like, those are so bad for you. Yeah, they are tough. They're tough yeah. to get through now. Yeah. I think I've, in the last like year, I think I've tried to like get through one, and I, I probably crushed half of it and threw it away. Yeah, I mean, like how I don't even know how they were so cheap to get drunk off one as a college student. You were like. Oh, great right like now looking back i'm like god like you couldn't even pay me to drink that no, like, right. would, yeah no. you yeah you literally have to pay rough. me money to drink a four right. loco now rough oh gosh yeah not Cringe. fun no not at all i do remember that night i i think that was probably one of the first times we had met you yeah so funny I like just, i remember I, I took a video and you were drinking a four loco uh-huh. and you were definitely um occupying um space close to zealand i can't remember a what you guys were doing bit, right i think it was something like front but I can't totally remember what was going on. <laughs> dancing, ballroom dancing. I don't know. I think yeah, you guys were doing a waltz. Think, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Love at uh, first sight. That's so funny. Well, that was my last cuter cringe question for you, Woo-hoo. which also means that that is the end of the podcast. So thank fun. you so much for coming over. I really appreciate it. I had a blast today. Thanks for having me. This is really fun. Of course. Guys, thanks so much for tuning into Bird Watching. We will catch you next Monday. And again, thanks Jordan for uh, swinging by. It was it was a good time. It was sweet. All right, catch you guys later. Peace. Yikes! That was so bad.